calling this Grubs Games? Games and Grubs? Games and Grubs. Best podcast on the planet. You guys are great. Friendship with the Games and Grubs podcast. It's Games and Grubs with your host, Brian Gallagher. Hey, we know Brian Gallagher. Gallagher has trained for months and months for this moment. Zach Passios. The Mr. Zachary Passios. Some are saying that he's rivaling the talents of Zachary Passios. And Aiden Hatton. Aiden is like Kyler Murray. I've coined him the Marquette Marvel because what can't he do? Live on Marquette Radio. For the last time, that's right, live from the Marquette Radio Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, it is Radio's Restaurant, the Saloon of Sports Talk, from the diner booth to the radio booth, James and Grub, right here on Marquette Radio, M-U-R is a full crew, Aiden Hatton alongside my one co-host to the right, Zach Passios. How we doing today, boys? Beautiful day here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, once again, 51 degrees feels like it's 70. And... And to his right, Brian Gallagher. Yo, 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 how we doing today? Last episode, we've been looking forward to this. We've been preparing, we've been getting ready, and here it is. Last one, this is it. So it's a big, big day in the Games and Grub atmosphere because it is, that's right, our last show ever. And I'm sure everyone who knows will, everyone who's aware is aware. And if you want to check out us, we've we've done some extra strings pulled for today, which we're going to get through throughout the show. But also we're live on Instagram at GrubMUR. Again, that's at G-R-U-B-M-U-R. So you can see our smiling faces as we maybe get choked up by the end of the show because it is our last show. But we've got so much to get to, and we're going to start right where... We need to start. It's, this is going to be timeless content. We're going to warn you that you can listen to this 10 years from now, and this content will still be timeless, and it will stand the test of a time capsule in any shape, any way, shape, or form. The, the four-year history of Games and Grub, in a nutshell, right here. So any, any thoughts before we get rolling, boys? Any thank yous to start before we officially get it going? Uh, I'm sure we'll be thanking people throughout the episode. There's really too many people to thank, too many people that have supported us, and uh, and it'll be interesting to open up the history books here and uh, and look back and see see where we come from and see where we are now. Yeah, we're going to open them up, and we're going to close them real quick after it. So we're going through these top five categories that we set up for you guys. You're going to get a top five of top fives of games and grub. Oh, yeah. It's going to be exciting. I'm ready for it. So we have organized our best show moments of all time into a top five of top fives. So what do we mean by that? You'll you'll get the gist as we go. But we have, here's our five categories, Alex Trebek. Top five guest interviews. Who have we booked as guests that have been the most memorable guest interviews? Okay. Top five callers. Who has called into the show as a fan on our phone line? And again, you can do the same today, 414-288-7091. Again, that's 414-288-7091. I will text that phone line, or I will get that line into our Instagram Live right 
now. We also have top five drops, top five memorable takes, and finally, top five in-studio friends that came here to join us in yes. the A&T Hatton Marquette Radio Studio. That's not the name of it. Uh, Johnson Hall, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Not the name of it. But this, the, these categories stirred up some debate. I guess oh, throughout yes. the week, last night, and oh, yeah. hopefully today even more so. Yes, for sure. So that will be the fun of today, and we'll get started with, I think we got to start with top five guests, which is one of our more, it was it was very hard to, to bring to a five. But how we're going to do this is we had a top five there's a clear-cut number one for all these, which was hard to get down to. But at the end of the day, we'll do the number one, and then two through five is unordered. Does that sound good? There you go. I'm ready for it. Let's jump in. So we want to start with number one, or you want to go two through five and then... Let's, let's go two through five. Let's sh- through five. shoot out our honorable mentions real quick. Oh, yeah. So honorable mentions. Top five guest interviews. We've had a plethora of interviews we've done since basically the start of COVID was when Aiden got into it and we started interviewing people and it just kind of spiraled from there, tumbled, and that we learned so much. We learned so much from all these people we interviewed. Audible mentions, here we go. Brendan Carney, Camerata, Jenny Fisher, and Pantelis Zidias. That is four, I believe those are four Big East people from Big East schools. So shout out Big East in there. Four Big East people. And we got three Marquette people in there. So shout out Marquette. Shout out to Marquette. So those people, this is how strong a list it was that we love those four people a lot and with just those honorable mentions i mean you could make a pretty good basketball team out of that yeah pretty you, you could show up to a gym you could show up to yeah. a park no, no that's it's get, it's yeah really, it's getting nice outside it's a great sub point like yeah, a pickup game like a 4v4 because you, you only got four there you got two walk-ons so oh. you're gonna get some hustle you got jenny fisher she'll bring some swag and then uh pantelis is gonna bring the hype yeah he's hyping everyone uh, up yeah, so Real. those four and any other fifth is gonna uh probably run a court for a little while here on on ig live pl hat comments Fabulous prizes for category winners. Are we giving anything away? For we the got winner stickers. Of each category? Give we you do have crisp high five. <laughs> crisp high five. I think that's our that's our end goal. Okay, here is the first guest interview. Again, two through five. These are unordered of our top five guest interviews of all time. Leading off, the one and only Damon Mendelara. I assume that the kids at Marquette. Just drink whatever is put in front of them, and they're good the next day. You pop up, you do it again. You've been anti-seltzer on the show a lot. Yes. And yeah, frankly, hard. the college culture, that's a lot of what you'll see. Is there any comment on that? Yeah, there's a big comment. I, I don't understand this. You know, I've had two seltzers <laughs> in my life, and both of them tasted awful. They, they tasted like a little cough syrup combined with, you know, uh, a tonic. And I'm like, well, beer tastes good. Beer tastes really good. If you don't like the taste of alcohol, then don't drink alcohol. That's, I mean, then just suck on a, like a, a ring pop or something. That was Damon Amendolara uh, giving our ta- his take that on was, beer that, versus seltzer. That was so funny. And, and you know, it kind of reminded me of like that, like those, like I love college song. Where he's like, you wake <laughs> up and you do it again. Well, it's true. What yeah, do we? Yeah, what do we, we? We wake up here we, and we we, we go to Gamesy Grub and then tonight, who knows where we'll be? Downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Water Street. Exactly. So beer tastes good. Beer tastes really good. Ended up as a hint for another category. 
Here's our next guest interview, Ryan Harris. 75% of Americans don't have a Muslim friend and 65% of Americans don't have a black friend. So I get to be someone's black Muslim friend five days a week on the radio, you know? So it's fun to bring my perspective, dig a little deeper, go beyond and show people the human beings behind the sports they love. Uh, and I love my speaking because I get to connect with people and create an impact. You know, I sp spoke at Google about financial literacy. And the moment you see a a 6'5", 265-pound black man, you know it's a different conversation with financial literacy, right? That was one of my personal favorite interviews. He blew my mind. I like, you know, sometimes when we have these people call in, we don't really know what to expect. And we asked that guy, like, you know, a question here, a question there. And every single one of his answers was well thought out. Like he said, it was an interesting perspective. Uh, and like I said, just one of my personal favorite interviews right, right there. That was just Brian and I, but it made an impact on Zach so much that we had to put it in the Yeah, top no five doubt. Well. I remember listening to that one and blew my mind just the the background he came from and you could tell he was a professional in Denver. You could tell that he had that radio oh, yes. voice yeah. Super and he Bowl just came at you with it. Champion of Super Bowl 50 with that Broncos team. Yep. People forget. He was a, I think he was an offensive lineman. Definitely a lineman. Alright. And that was one that was kind of, you know, on a whim that was something that went back to my uh, DA show booking days, and he was a Notre, he's a big Notre Dame guy, and we were coming up to the top of the NFL season, seemed like a great guy, so that was a good book for Ryan Harris. Last one of the two through five that are unnamed, un, excuse me, unordered, John Hewitt. Arizona Tile was founded on the concept that goodwill towards others, including fellow employee, is good business. As three <laughs> business students sit here and listen to you, uh, what, do you, do you, what do you think businesses need to do more of to succeed rather than just focusing on profit? Well, if you don't have profit, you're not gonna be around very long. So, so we get financial literacy from Ryan Harris, and then we get an absolute gem from John Hewitt, Heisman Award winner, also a Notre Dame guy. Also and a Notre Dame two, guy. We interviewed three Notre Dame football players in the span of the four years of Games and Grove. Yes. Hey, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch it, pal. you got to have profit. I know. Otherwise, you're not going to be around very long. Definitely. Can and that guy teach our management classes? <laughs> It's a great interview Perfect. and Heisman Trophy winner. Unbelievable. Shout out to my Nano too for helping me get that interview booked. Yeah. Shout out to Arizona. He comes up later. later yeah, Nano comes too. up later in the show as well. All right. Here's our number one guest of Games and Grub all time. He's a recurring guest. He ended up for the first time joining us on Zoom during the pandemic. And he gave us this moment which may be the f hardest I've laughed in the four... It is. It's the hardest I've laughed in the four years of Games and Grub all time. Our number one guest in Games and Grub history, John Fanta. Gallagher has trained for months and months for this moment, and now the culminating point. He's getting ready. That horn has sounded, and here goes Gallagher. Oh, my gosh. He called his brother this morning for advice about this track and John told him just get faster as this race picks up you see his deliberate tempo out of the box here and as he makes that first turn Gallagher slow and steady we're going to take a commercial because this race is so long and we'll be back <laughs> down the home stretch now a word from Viagra 
Just an absolute gem. Oh what it, a beauty. It was just so like that that interview, I mean, similar to Ryan Harris, when we'd ask John Fanta a question, he'd take the answer and just like run with it. But oh, it was, we, we were texting on the side like, we're going to be here for an hour. Yeah. And we did. We, and he joined us for 56 minutes, I think. An early interview, which early we, weren't, we weren't very great at interviews at that point, but no. John made it easy. Yeah. John just took everything. And uh, great. Hopefully he calls in here today, but he was a great guest we had on the show and running into him at Pfizer Forum back in sophomore year might have been one of the craziest craziest experiences <laughs> I've had as a Marquette fan. Craziest, one of the craziest moments, and that's how we originally met him. Should we go back real quick and tell the story of how we originally, originally met him? Yeah, yeah, we'll tell real quick. So, I mean, you guys were talking about this Fanta guy in, in the dorm. And, it was mostly Zach. I, I and really then I no think idea. I had, like, somehow I told John that. He was like, dude, he was my college roommate. You didn't know? <laughs> I know. I mean, so, but John had, John had, I remember John had been like, yo, like one of my roommates, like the dude is like never here. He's always out like traveling for like these sports broadcasts. Like, he's like, the dude's probably going to make it big because he just hustles and yeah. hustles and hustles. Right. And then a few years later, He's like the guy in Big East basketball. You, you um, said it was your brother's roommate, and I went up to him at a game. I saw him standing on the sideline of a Marquette game pregame, and I yelled, I'm roommates with Brian or John Gallagher's brother. Yeah, John I'm roommates with John brother. Gallagher's brother. And he tells the story in that interview. If you want to go back, he heard that and he was like, What is this guy? Here, yeah. let's, let's pull up Who that is moment. He? Let's pull up that moment actually right now because he gives an all time drop. Hey, how well do I know Brian Gallagher? He starts chuckling. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't know you, Brian. He I mean, not I, know I us. Yeah. Myself, <laughs> how well do I know Brian Gallagher? <laughs> how well do I know Brian? He didn't, Gallagher? but now he does. And yeah. Fanta, thank you for giving us all hey, the support you have. Keep going. Love you. Go Big East. Hey, we know Brian Gallagher. And that was how a relationship started. So that's our top five guest interviews. Went by really quick, but for all of the guests that have joined us, you can give us a verbal salute here as well. Let's bring on our first caller of the morning. Guest caller, introduce yourself. Hi, this is Amy Galaszewski. The boss woman finally makes her debut on Games and Grub. Took four years. Took four years. So Amy is our fearless leader, executive director of the Marquette Wire, and we've known her since we were little, little freshmen, and you were like the just first climbing. Week. Just the first week, literally. And you were climbing the ladder at the Wire and ended up basically being our boss. And I'm pretty sure she built this studio with her bare hands. We'll, we'll thank Reese Seberg in the end <laughs> of the box. We got an extended thank you for her. But Amy... We talked about getting you on the show for, I think, four straight years. I think it, maybe the first one was freshman year. Yeah. The first, like, hey, you can come on Games and Grub. Yeah, and it never happened. What's the reason for that? <laughs> well, I don't think that's my fault. Because the one time I was invited, I was unavailable. And it's not my fault that you all didn't invite me again. You were invited so, wow. so many times. Wow, this is a different turn. <laughs> no, it was one no, official just... time. I have it in writing. <laughs> All right, we're we're just poking fun. We we sincerely <laughs> appreciate your sports media counseling, even even if it was just to me. We are on Bridget's birthday boat, and Amy and I could give sports radio wisdoms back and forth. Because <laughs> for all who are listening, Amy is moving out to California to be a part of the production staff for the best radio show ever. 
the herd with Colin Coward. Woo! Woo! I'm so excited. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm going to miss you guys so much. And don't worry, I'll be listening to past Games and Grub episodes on my way there. <laughs> so I got a quick question. Are you going to become an L.A. fan? Like once you're there, you kind of have to be. Like, is any LA fan like a real fan? Like, probably not, because a lot of people move there. And so, I mean, I'll support them, but I will still be my Wisconsin teams at heart. That's interesting. I feel like you would flip the opposite way and no. say there's no real LA fan, so you can still be a fan of your team. No, no, no. That's a fair answer. I, I have a quick question for you, Amy. You know, Colin Coward's yeah. known for his his wild analogies. You know, he can oh, yes. he can analyze like the situation with LeBron to your your Starbucks yeah, order in yeah. the morning. Do you have any good uh, Colin Coward analogies ready for us right now? <laughs> oh, I'd have to think about that one. I remember one time <laughs> he like compared like. Um, the Packers made office to like a post office. I forgot what it was, but I just thought it was like the weirdest analogy in the entire world. But I got to start my list because apparently before every show, there's a meeting with a collection team and everyone just shouts out their analogies to him and he writes down the ones that he likes. So I'm going to have to start making a running list. Really? Here. That's a, so it's a, so they're unoriginal. Throw bleep against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> Yes, so hopefully That's I can come up with some good ones. All right, well, Amy, we really appreciate you joining us. And for all who have been a fan of the Marquette Wire for the four years of us, that is sole thanks to Amy. Good luck out in California, and we appreciate your support throughout these four years. Yeah, way to rep Marquette. Thanks for calling in today, Amy. Thank you, guys. Love you and all the work you do. There she goes. Amy Goloszewski, the executive director of MU Wire, first caller, and... Ooh, DJ Snack Daddy is on Instagram Live. Woo. DJ, if you want to call us, the phone line is open. Uh, I'll, we'll give you the line here. It's Instagram Live. It's our last show. 414-288-7091. Oh, there it is. And then also 414-288-3916 is our second line that we can use. Next up, Next we, up. we got another top five category for you all here. It's going to be top five callers. So this is another great category. As you heard, we just had Amy Galashevsky on. First caller of today's episode. We've had some great callers over the years, especially when we're in studio. We can take these calls on a whim and not know who it is. And, and so last night when we were you know, working on the lists a little bit, we were arguing a little bit. What's the difference between a guest interview and a caller? Yep. Well, the callers are much more impromptu. Yep. They're, they're completely unrehearsed, completely like they can go off the rails, as we all know. And that is exactly what these top five are they're basically yes. <laughs> off the rail off calls the rails. <laughs> that, real uh, quick real quick dj snacky on, on instagram goes i'm djing a wedding right now lol <laughs> good, <laughs> good for him that's good electric him. thank you <laughs> gotta secure, still secure the bag yeah gotta still uh yeah, text into still games and grub uh <laughs> so we're gonna start off top five callers with our honorable mentions um we got three here, three electric honorable mentions, Mrs. Passios, Tom Foster, and the one and only Brendan Betancourt. Brendan oh, gave yes. us a gem uh, with a call from a Notre Dame tailgate yeah, once. Yeah, Notre Dame pregame oh, tailgate. That was, that was guys, pretty funny. That was you guys Zach, Zach could not hang up that phone fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have to admit, I think the only call that I like hung up on was Brian when he called in from Minnesota once. No, you that, guys hung up on me, too. Uh, <laughs> well, of course we're going to drop you. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just dump ourselves. We have we have a lot of power, and when when someone calls in, we can drop them anytime. Yeah. Okay. This board has a lot of power. Now, but two through eight, Aiden. When you call on to this board, you may become one of the top five callers. Yeah. Okay. So you shot at it. You gave our Mrs. Passios, Tom Foster, and Brendan Bentoncourt. Here's two through five. 
Let's start. We have a couple sound bites for these. Let's start with a sound bite from Zach's beloved cousin, Sean Mahoney. Hello, this is Mike Emmerich. Uh, you're catching me live from the TD Garden as we watch the St. Louis Blues take on the Boston Bruins. Yeah, what's going on there, Mike? And here's Clifton with a drive. Ooh, and the <laughs> rebound only really went along as far as Bergeron, who jammed it on along to Pasternak. See, Coral's pass had been through one in front, but it's covered by Vasilevsky. Thanks for the update, Mike. Uh, can we send it down to Pierre on the ice? I'm not finished. And so it was Boston who struck first by way of Marchand, and then it was Tampa Bay striking back by way of Maroon. I thought we were playing. Go. I thought they were playing St. Louis. Does <laughs> <laughs> he get the music in the background? That's. Sean going as Mike Emmerich. You know, the, when the callers call in and they're, you know, pretending to be somebody else and and they they have, like, the little characters that they call in as, it's kind of a recurring theme here. And, Just the uh, best. And it, it makes it fun. Uh, callers are always, uh, always you know, a great time in the show. Shout out to the Bruins down 2-1 in a series against the, the Canes. Oh, boy. Go Bruins. This is, this Shout is, out to the Celtics. They're time, down 2-1 in a series content. to the Bucks too. That's not true. See, he's making fun of those timeless content. People are going to be listening to this five years from now, and we don't know what the sports will look like as of then. Let's go to two more that we will skip sound bites for. We have to talk about one of the nominations as the girls for NARP of the Week. This is where we're going to talk about NARP of the Week because it's one of our most successful segments of all time. And although you haven't heard it recently, if, you're, if you've been listening for a while, NARP of the Week was one of the more innovative segments that we ever did because I don't know how the hell we came up with it. I don't know how we started it. Shout out to all the NARPs around the country that, that are... Really? Uh, that are really bullied by athletic people, and it is such a derog. The way they use it yes, is it so. Is. <laughs> and Brian just dropped so his mic. derogatory. I didn't drop anything. It fell on its own. It fell did on its fall? own oh, will. Oh, oh, did you uh, lose the wire there? Uh, no, it's, we're still we're still connected. I feel like a, a, oh sta- a stand up now. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're on the Instagram live, you might be able to see this. And uh, okay. I have okay, to Brian. hold my mic. Oh my I can, goodness! I can like stand up now. We'll we'll fix this. But wow. Let's let's get to the who's not who's next on the callers right. the NARP next, of the week yeah so who what was the most famous we have a nomination later on in the show for most famous NARP of the week moment of all time and this is why you're on Instagram Live because join us at Grub Mur right now because you get to see Brian trying to get this mic stand back on he somehow how did you what did you do I don't think that's ever happened before I don't, I, don't think that, I don't think this has ever happened it has happened once and this is our last show so um, so we have why. we have girls for NARP of the week girls there NARP of the week Sean here's, Mahoney here's one more that we oh let's play the soundbite one because this was maybe the funniest I laughed last night as we went over our prep and tried to do these here is in very, 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 very unfiltered form, Brian's brother, John. Kevin Willard, Bobby Gonzalez, Shaheen Holloway, Isaiah Whitehead, and Desi Rodriguez, and Kadeem Carrington, five-star kid and Brandon Weston, Remy Martin, Zach Edie, Travion Williams, Baycott and Manick. Casey and Depo is one of the best. Clarence Rupert and the the Drame brothers, Caleb Love, Charlie Moore. All right, thanks for calling in today, John. Show's winding down here, so we got to let you go. 
<laughs> that was electric. He he was naming was everybody so in the NCAA tournament, their mother, their mother's mother, and their first grade teacher. It was a six minute call and he named fifteen people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well can we play that again? Because no. I want to hear that again. Here's John. It he had a this was a, on record, a six minute phone call. More than six. And he went over all these names that we had no idea. For well, we were part. starting we to had learn to, these we had names. We had an idea for some, yeah. But, like, you would have thought that, like, he was spending all day every day. Instead of trading a... bonds, he was <laughs> he was studying the NCAA tournament. He was an NCAA analyst. Let's play this one more time. Kevin Willard, Bobby Gonzalez, Shaheen Holloway, Isaiah Whitehead, and Desi Rodriguez, and Kadeem Carrington, five-star kid and Brandon Weston, uh, Remy Martin, Zach Edie, Travion Williams, Baycott and Manick. Casey and Depo is one of the best. Clarence Rupert and the... The Drame brothers, Caleb Love, Charlie Moore. All right. Thanks for calling in today, John. Show's winding down here, so we got to let you go. <laughs> he would have kept naming like every yeah. single person in the NCAA. How many athletes are there? 3,000? I had to keep. I had An to important keep part of that is me cutting them off. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> We're going to keep going. He was getting out of hand there. For that. So <laughs> that was John talking about the NCAA. Last one that. There's so many sound bites, and we're gonna play a sound bite later on the show of this man, Joe from Toronto. Yeah, just a crazy fella up there in the north. I don't know how he got our number or who he is, but Joe yeah. from Toronto just gave us an electric call, um, one for the ages. We had plenty of times with Joe from Toronto, and many more with our our other, let's call them personalities. Yeah, and, and next up, we got our number one, Aiden. Our number one is another guy that we're going to play a soundbite from. Actually, this man and Joe from Toronto collaborated on a take that ended up being one of the most five memorable takes of all time. And that's Uncle Chris. Simply put, the goat, the goat of callers. Number one, baby. Oh, your mom comments on Instagram Live, Brian. That's my boy. <laughs> so shout it! I don't know if, if, if she's talking about you or John. <laughs> Probably, know. John. Probably John. Probably John. Probably <laughs> John. Uh, so shout out to John, and uh, shout out to Uncle Chris. I'm sure we're gonna get a call. We're scheduled to get a call from all four of the uncles later on in the show, and Uncle Chris was probably the first like mainstay caller. Oh, absolutely. He was. He is just a radio sports radio junkie driving into his job in new york or new jersey and just wanted to have some fun with us and ended up being a tight friend of both brian and zach even though he's my uncle brian and zach without me had a drink with him in new york when i wasn't there so i you don't need me to have fun with uncle chris it seemed like every bar we showed up to in new york there was just like either uncle chris was there or he is there now and we have to go find him so <laughs> okay so we'll play uncle chris later on in the show so just to recap top five callers uncle chris number one and then we went joe from toronto and all his personalities aka his ex uncle kevin sean as mike emmerich john talking about ncaa players and then the girls for the NARP of the week. Honorable mentions, Zach's mom, Mrs. Passios, Tom Foster, and Brendan Bencourt talking about all his gambling losses. Let's take a quick interlude here for these top fives to play an all-time moment in Games of Grub history. It happened this year, and we couldn't find a spot to really organize it or put it into. And that is when we did fake ads. Remember when we did fake ads, boys? Mm-hmm. We do, yeah. And our first idea for the fake ad ended up being our best. 
and it was all downhill after that, which is why the segment didn't really work. Well, and we had thought about doing the fake ads. Like, I mean, you had talked about fake ads for a long time. Long time. And then we finally did it, and the first one was it was gold. And then, like you said, uh, it just couldn't always strike gold. But so if, here it is. If you remember the story, I think you got to give some background on it. Bishop Sycamore was a non-high school team, a fake high school, basically. Fake that, college. Fake, fake college. college. Yeah. Uh, fake. No, it would have been high school, so they played like ING Academy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 high school right, yeah. that just a collection of random guys that wanted to get what wanted to get some airtime yeah, on wanted ESPN to get some, wanted to get some snaps right and they they to get somehow got guys in school put on like an official ESPN game and just got waxed yeah uh, IMG Academy and they're all fake they were all like 22 21 well yeah they were like aged they were all over the like the board age wise. I think the oldest kid was probably like 23 jeez um, right and uh, and I think their coach got like. Not arrested, but he got charged yeah, with like, fraud for, well, the, for this. You're going to hear about this because yeah. that was my part of the script. And the fake ad. He had yeah. an arrest warrant out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, All right, play the ad. Yeah, let's, let's, play play, the ad. let's play the hits. Here's our one fake ad that really, really worked. Welcome to Bishop Sycamore. Here, we believe that football should come first. From unpaid hotel room to unpaid hotel room, we challenge your child's morals. We create experiences that they will never forget. From ESPN broadcasted games to parking lot football practices, we know what it takes to lose by more than 50. Just listen to what our parents have to say. Sending my son to Bishop Sycamore is one of those decisions I've never had to second guess myself on. The coaching staff ensured me from day one that my son would play more football in less time than students at other schools. Bishop Sycamore provides what they call a flexible academic schedule for my son whatever the hell that means. The other students at Bishop Sycamore seem to have the life experiences of grown men, providing a great academic and athletic environment. I sent my son to Bishop Sycamore because I wanted him to become well-rounded because apparently they'll do anything to get on ESPN. They'll play two games in three days. They'll do birthday parties. They'll do stand-up sets. The coach will literally acquire an arrest warrant for his players. Go Centurions. We are. We are. We are Bishop Sycamore. BS. Bullshit. Just golden stuff. I mean, what were we on in terms of being creative? That was some of the best content we ever made. That was a good ad. I mean, I'd send my kid to Bishop Sycamore, no doubt. <laughs> so that's our that's our one interlude for how many uh, of the top five of top fives that we had in Games and Grub history. Again, if you're just joining us, it's our last show of all time, and you can come be a part of it on Instagram Live at GrubMUR and on the phone lines at 414-288-7091. Again, 414-288-7091. Top five drops. So in the radio business, a drop is just a quick soundbite. Okay, and we had so many of these throughout the you would just kind of create moments were created out of thin air that were just beautiful to hear in short form. And one of them that is the clear cut is is pretty, pretty obvious. But let's go through our honorable mentions for top five drops. Miraz saying grubs and games. So this is a good one. It's it's in the intro, so you've heard it. You've heard it many before. many time. You've definitely heard it. The, the past intro, the OG intro, not the new intro. I think it's in both. Oh wow! 
yeah so i i can't believe you got him on air he didn't know who you were when you started working for him and he called the games and grub grumps in games yes that's so, correct two, three no-nos from Mraz there this and is, this is a Mraz related moment but it was on the da interview i have to bring it up zach asked da oh my who goodness, would win in a great. foot race between him and Mraz? and da was was Livid. elated he was I think elated he called him tubby i think worse names than that <laughs> so here's Mraz uh on the show saying what are we calling this? Grubs and game? I asked him a food question about cooking, I think. And that's what he came up with, trying to find out what show he was freaking interviewing with. So that's an honorable mention. And before we get to our real callers, or real drops, let's bring in our next guest caller. Caller, introduce yourself. You're on the air. Yeah, it's Joe from Toronto. How you yeah. doing? <laughs> Joe, we're doing well. How are you? How's the North? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we're uh, we're. I usually talk basketball and stuff, but don't you know? But uh, right now, we're all in the throes of the uh, the Maple Leafs. They're gonna make a run, I think. <laughs> when, when was the last time a Canadian team made the cup, eh? Oh, it's been a while, eh? But uh, the the uh, the Toronto this year is one of the best teams in the league, as you know. And uh, I think we're gonna make it. And uh, this could be the end of a long drought. And if it happens. All of Toronto is going to be in fuego. Absolute fire. In fuego. So, any fun, uh, Joe from Toronto, you actually made the list of top five games and grub callers of all time. How does that feel? Well, I appreciate it. You know, uh, I just listen to you guys uh, week to week. You seem to have picked your game up uh, with every show. I'm very honored. I'm very uh, privileged to be a part of this thing, and I'd like to congratulate you on a great run there at uh, the Marquette Radio Station. Well, thank you so much. That means a lot. We appreciate it, Joe, and go Leafs. And uh, one more thing. Take care. Brush your hair. Okay, bye-bye. Get ah. <laughs> us with it. We are going to hear take care, brush your hair later. Oh, no, I cut it out. But it's part of the... We just we just heard it. Yeah. There it is. There we go. We just heard it. Take care and brush your hair. Joe from Toronto, the one and only. What a guy. And the Leafs suck, so go get your golf clubs. There you go. (laughs) Go get your golf clubs. (laughs) Hit Um, the links. Uh Okay, we are booking callers as we say. Okay, top five drops. We even get to okay, honorable mentions. We have games and grub, which we talk about grubs and games, and then this one somehow didn't make it, but the midday steak. Midday uh, oh, steak never killed uh, anyone. Another caller, and this one we've been working on for a while. Okay, guest caller, you're on the air. Introduce yourself. Hey, it's Kevin Hurley, OG member of Games and Grub. Woo! Hey, Kev, how we oh, doing? That's right. The first Games and Grub host <laughs> of all time, Kevin Hurley. That's right. In and, the flash. And uh, and Kev, we just wanted to have you on to to give you a salute for being one of the OG members of the show. It's a real honor. I know I was a big contributor in taking the show where it got to. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a real honor to be a part of uh, this, this legendary uh, radio show's history. You know. Yeah, it, it means a lot, and uh, and we we've you've you have grown much in these four years, 
and uh, it sounds like that you wanted to, you really wanted to to call in and, and give us yeah, you know, a the, salute, right? The, Cel- the Celtics have a, a big game coming up in an hour or two here, and uh, you want to get us going on a little pregame song for them? Yeah, sure thing. You guys do your homework? <laughs> yeah, so Kev asked us to sing the chorus, okay? so. <laughs> Okay. The, the verses. The uh, I lost my leg. <laughs> yeah. Zach's got it. Zach's, Zach's, got it. Zach's got it. I'll play it in the background too. Let me know if this like comes through. You right. got it. Your audio is pretty good right now. Your audio is pretty good. Go ahead. My leg, shivin' up the top sails. I lost my leg. <laughs> Ready? Shipping up to Boston. Oh, up to Boston. We could take you on forever. Whoa. Whoa. Th- thanks for getting us pumped up for the Kev. the Celtics game later today. Uh, thanks for calling in, Kev. You, you're shredding on the guitar. We love to see it. Uh, <laughs> Kev, you were the absolute hey, yeah, best, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, great talking to you guys. Um, yeah. We love you. That's thanks for calling right. in, Kev. Absolutely. Joy to have you on here playing your guitar, and you learned that all in what three years, three and a half years? Yeah, give or take. Right in the history of Games of Grubs years. There <laughs> Never you go. had a single lesson. <laughs> That's right. Impressive. No, just like us at can, can you read music yet? I like chord sheets, you know, and tabs, but uh, not like, you know, like classical music sheets that got all the notes and stuff. Like, that's way over my head. Um, <laughs> oh but, my yeah, you give me, like, some chords and tell me what key it's in, and I can have some fun with it. All right, I'll Beauty. be sending you some chords and telling you the keys soon. I'll send it over in a text. Uh, I love it. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Kev, we're going to let you go, but thank you so much, man. That really Rocks exceeded it. expectations. <laughs> Oh, yeah, pleasure, man. Pleasure's all mine. Yeah, great talking to you guys. And, uh, yeah, go South and go Grizz. There we go. All right, there he goes. Kev Hurley, the OG member of Games and Grub. That first live music on the show. Have we played? We actually just played, uh, well, we played Mike Emmerich trying to do live the, music, uh, though. That was Kev playing the guitar. That was Kev actually playing live, too, which was really fun. So, um, that will be that. And, we didn't even know where we went after. Oh, top okay, five so drops. We're, we're still in top five drops. Yeah. Um, Honorable mentions of once again, <laughs> Grubs and Games and Midday Steak never killed anyone. And then we got our top five, um, two through eight. Here they are, Aiden. 
All right. You want to take them through or you want me to take them through? I'll take through the first one. Um, oh, we got drops for all these. Actually, oh, we got so. drops for yeah. all of them. Yeah. Can we do uh, Humphrey? So Humphrey, yeah. okay. definitely. A, yeah, you hear it in the intro. An important part of the show. Here it is. It's it's just such a pure bark. It's like you know exactly what's coming from it. Another caller. Another caller. You're live. Next mystery caller. You're on the air. Introduce yourself. You guys are, you guys are so quick. I uh, I appreciate the uh, honor today. I, I couldn't say I'm surprised, but I'm definitely uh, I definitely appreciate the support. Doc, you're absolutely killing it, and we appreciate you calling in, giving us your takes. <laughs> Do you? Uh, yeah, so, yep. Well, actually, I, I kind of have to stray from the uh, topic of hockey, if I might here, just for a second. Just have a quick PSA. I know this is a sports-themed uh, radio show, but also a food-themed radio show. And mm-hmm. I think there's a message that a lot of people, you know, across the great state of Wisconsin and across this country, really, that they're missing. And, and, and that rule, you have to keep in mind, especially when you're out at, you know, um, southwestern kind of Mexican-themed restaurants. And it is a really uh, – it, it's kind of a rule to live by. And that rule is – if you're splitting nachos with someone, <laughs> one person can't just take all the meat and the good parts with the cheese and all that stuff. Like there is a rule set in place that you, you can't just take the loaded nachos. You have to evenly distribute that. And so I just I just wanted to you know kind of share that truth. Um, but um, as long as everyone's aware of that, uh, I think I'm all set. And uh, hope you guys have a great day. Love the show. We appreciate Absolutely the call, just Sean. Rose us. <laughs> we appreciate the call there and. Sean Mahoney giving us the truth there with no one can sh- no one can order loaded nachos and one person eat all the loaded parts. You know, you got to split it up. So, Sean there with the killer lines always coming in. Great calls. And we go back to our top five, top five drops. Top five drops. Oh, and this is perfect timing actually for you to be here. So, we're going to introduce you right at the end. Okay, number we got through the dog. Yep. What's the next drop? The ACC want? basketball. Yeah, let's hear, let's oh, hear this let's bozo. This. I can't believe we're still giving this guy airtime. We clipped and ripped this guy. Oh yeah. yes. All right. So here is you want the background on this is we were in New York for the Big East tournament. We were freshmen, and when we were walking around Times Square, all of a sudden we see people from Marquette TV there. We're like, holy crap, Marquette TV. We're here from Marquette. There's 8 billion people that live in New York, and we found Marquette TV. And so, of course, they interviewed us, and we had to watch the full package afterwards. And the guy that they interviewed ended up saying this, which turned into one of the best five drops of all time. Nothing matters in college basketball other than ACC basketball. Are you crazy? The are you crazy at are the end? Are you crazy? Really I think that he's guy. wearing an NC the State, NC State hat. hat is the the killer yeah, part of it all. The, it's the coup de gras. What has NC State done in the past five, ten years? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, so, get out of here. They beat Duke like once. If you're not <laughs> NC State, Duke, or North Carolina, like, can you put yeah. them in that conversation? Is that even? I no, didn't no, think you no, could put those three no, words together no. without stuttering or they've throwing had up. like nothing. They've had like three good runs in the last fifty years. Yeah, absolutely nothing. So. That's uh, we got one more that's not in the top. That's not number one. Which one do you want to hear? Uh, let's go to the DA drop. All right. So we talked about the DA interview already, but and and he gave us this beautiful drop. Beer tastes good. Beer tastes really good. It's literally that simple. We say it all the time. Really, that's all the time. We we go out. You you see us on Water Street. Beer tastes good. 
Beer tastes good. If you want to put like two universal truths that just came up in Games and Grub back to back, we got you can't eat all the loaded nachos and beer tastes good. Like they're they're up there as universal truths in this world. All right, and the last one that's a top five nominee that's not number one. This was a uh, food food that I had that week that was definitely not the best food I had that week. I never had a cheeseburger that tastes like that. It was a cheeseburger slice of pizza uh, from the local joint Sal's. And, the local joint. And, I, and I've since told them. They, they asked me how I liked the cheeseburger slice because one time I went in and I was like, I'm just not going to get pizza because the only slice they had was the cheeseburger. They said, you don't, you don't like our, our cheeseburger slice? I was like, nah, it, you know, it has that American cheese on it. I, I just can't do it. That Ameri- can't do it. American, American cheese is really a cheese. The it's American product. 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 Yeah, it's a product. It's a cheese product. Yeah, American cheese product. All right, and the number one drop of Games and Grub all time is... Just play it. It's a legendary from Mrs. Passios with no context. Way to go, Bridget. Way to go, Bridget. <laughs> Timeless. And live in the AT Hat Memorial Studio with us currently is... Bridget! Way to go, Bridget! Way to go! Thank you, Mrs. Passios. Ah! Uh, So Bridget joins us in studio right now for quite the serendipity of timing because Way to Go, Bridget is the number one drop of Games and Grub history. How do you feel? It's a real honor. Um, I feel blessed to have been part of this journey. How uh, How many marathons have you ran since, I guess, college started? Three. Three. And that was after one of them, I believe. That was after no. That was after she paced the half for her yeah, mom. Yeah, that was in Madison. That wasn't even a full one. Wow. Like, so like, if you could elevate Way to Go Bridget to a full marathon, that'd be all off right, this chart. All right. Here's another question: How many cars have you been hit by since college started? Oh. Three. Three. So same as marathons. I think you got to stop running marathons. Yeah. For, the, for your own safety, it's, it seems like there's a correlation here. Yeah, I never put that together, but each marathon equals a hit by a car. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Your bar crawl shirt said car magnet on it. That's disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bridget is joining us in studio. You want to take us, you can be part of this next segment. The top five. So we've had some two, we've had great interludes. We had phone calls in between these top fives. We've had uh, the Bishop Sycamore fake ad, which I know Bridget got a laugh at, which I, when I was cutting the audio last night and we have Bridget in studio with us now. For the next top five, top five memorable takes. Now, this, in my opinion, was the hardest to get down to the five. Don't you agree? Zach's shaking the, his head. This one was brutal. Yeah, like, it was, this had, one was really hard. Because they're all they're all over the board. They're all great in their own respect. Yes. And uh, let, let's, let's, let's get into there's, it. There's so many. Which one do you want to hear first? There were so out of many, the two through five. Oh, honorable mentions first. Yeah, so honorable mentions, they're... You know, football is king in America. Uh, everybody knows that, but Joro would say, n- but Joro, yeah, Joro would yes. say otherwise. Joro would say the ultimate team sport is rowing. So we had a, a whole debate of rowing versus football, and uh, uh, and that was you know as hot as it as hot as a hot take gets. You yes. know what? I think that's a timeless one because you you will never know which one's more team oriented. You will. Yeah, there's no metric to quantify that. Mm-hmm. I don't think. All right, what's the next honorable? Mention? We have an absolute. Disgusting, Juggernaut. disgusting take from Aiden with the peanut butter on a burger. It's foul. Yes. It's foul. Yeah. Bridge is looking at me sideways now on uh Bridget, what do you think? Extra extra peanut butter on a burger more. for some uh 
uh, double down on some protein. I think is, he, that, is that what we're doing? I think here? he makes her chunky too. I'm vegetarian and I still would never eat that. Wow. All right, peanut butter on a Beyond Burger. Ooh. Still no. All right. Still no. Well, I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's very fair. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna have Fanta joining us in a couple minutes, and he also shredded my peanut butter on the burger take when he joined us. It's a bad on take. The show. Well, and no, that and, and then, that's just an honorable mention. Like that's one of the most yeah. memorable takes of all time. So these five are juggernauts. We have one more one, honorable yeah, mention. Yeah, one more honorable mention. Oh yeah. You know, we we we've been going to Costco. We go every once in a while. Uh but there was a stretch oh, yeah. last year last semester that we went quite a bit. Uh and when you're a college student, you go to Costco. What is it like, Zach? It's a jungle, man. It's, it's a jungle. It's like the watering hole. I mean, you don't. It is. I mean, you could wrestle somebody for a for a tray of macaroni and cheese. You know, you never know. Unbelievable. So, let's get to our real. The top five of these is really hard to get down to. Let's start with. Fill in the blank. What do you want to start with? I got all the sound here. Let's go to this uh, Zach, Dr. Zach's science experiment. All right. So, Zach, this is where Zach explains what he did with his science experiment. So, just give this to us in real time, Zach, because this is one we don't have sound for. But we can think about that as we get to our next mystery caller. Caller, you're on the air. Introduce yourself. John Fanta. It's John Fanta, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, John, how are we doing today? I am doing great, gentlemen. It is terrific to be on with you guys. You guys have done an amazing job throughout your time at Marquette. I love Games and Grub, and it's my honor to be with you. So John decided to join us for our last show ever, and it, it means the world to us, John. We were just playing the take of you. I mean, we've done so we've done so much, and really that that pandemic interview that we did it was I believe it was fifty six minutes long, and you were just so gracious with your time to talk about things as stupid as putting peanut butter on the burger. Do you remember that? Yes, of course. <laughs> it was a terrific interview. It was a blast. It it provided some fun in the midst of COVID, and and that's the thing with you guys that is so cool is you guys seem to make the best on any situation and we had a lot of fun yeah peanut butter on a burger uh we talked about all kinds of things your it golf was, game that was a blast your how's your how's your yeah. golf game progressed since then i know your buddies were were <laughs> on our instagram trash talking you in the comment section <laughs> yeah it progressed it has not i got to get out here uh soon soon to get back into the swing of things no pun intended but uh i'm I'm excited to for a big summer on the golf course because i need to hit the links and look my game is reliant on how far i'm driving the golf ball and as you guys know i i like my number three combo so i can i could try to to hit the ball a little bit further than others um if that driver's going everything else seems to feed off of it well, we wish you good luck with that summer endeavor. You got some time off, thankfully, because you're one of the hardest working men in college basketball. And we just appreciate you stopping by to for us to give you a quick salute. You actually won in our top five debate of guests of all time. You're actually you were ranked as the number one guest that we've had on from a memorable guest standpoint. So congratulations for that. Wow. You're kidding me. Well, we we just had so many. Mo- I mean, things that we've talked about, things that we've forgotten. I'm sure that 
that we had you on for. You were one of the few recurring guests. We had you on during the Big East tournament last year, I believe. Yep. And there's just so much that we went over with you, and you've been you know, so gracious with your time. So we just wanted to give you a quick salute here on the air. Well, thank you, guys. And look, anytime that you guys want to talk, anytime that Games and Grub wants to have me on, I know it's your last show ever, but who knows what your next pod might be or right. if you guys ever rev this back up. I, I am always ready and willing to come on with Games and Grub because you guys have done a sensational job. And I'll tell you what, uh, a lot has changed since that guest appearance when we talked during the pandemic. And at Marquette, uh, a lot has changed with Shaka Smart taking over that program. And I thought that that this past season for Marquette basketball – was a good sign of what can be under Shaka Smart. That January surge, you start 0-3 in the Big East, you're staring at same old, same old. And I thought that the fight of that Marquette team to reel off seven consecutive wins showed a lot about what they're building in Milwaukee. Uh, There's obviously some concerns with Justin Lewis and being able to build the roster back up to – to win in the Big East and to be a factor in the Big East. So we'll see what happens to the the rest of the offseason. But I liked what we saw from year one. I know it ended poorly, but uh, I, I think that this is a difference and that he's a difference maker. And let's hope uh, Seton Hall, your your uh, alma mater, has found their difference maker in Shaheen I Holloway. I believe it's alma mater. Alma mater, Sorry. matter. You you know you know. <laughs> not like, how are we feeling not about like, Shaheen not Holloway? Like how are we feeling about Shaheen Holloway taking over uh, the Seton Hall program? What was your major? <laughs> Business. <laughs> Business. <laughs> They're giving you a degree. <laughs> They actually already gave it to me, so I can't yeah, can't yeah, give it back now. You actually graduated graduated oh, early, they John. Can't take it back. Oh my no. goodness! Can't take it back. Not a dime back. <laughs> Not <laughs> a dime back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don, this is this is why you're the, this could be a number one moment right here. We somehow Brian snuck in a not a dime back while butchering the pronunciation of alma mater. <laughs> Not a degree back. <laughs> Not a degree back, but yeah. Uh, My quick. alma mater. <laughs> so you can I don't think you can even give an answer for Shaheen Holloway after that. I, I don't think. Well, I don't my, think we even deserve answer your answer. Is- no, my, my answer is he's a game changer for Seton Hall. Uh, visibility, the pride factor that he has for the place. I have some national colleagues uh, who, when he got hired, said to me, oh, he'll be there two or three years, then he'll move on. Unless the New York Knicks are calling, Shaheen Holloway will call Seton Hall home at the college level. It is his home. He wears that place on his chest. And they're getting – some solid additions here. Uh, they they brought in Alamir Dawes from Clemson this past week. I expect Pittsburgh transfer Femi Odukali to commit to the Pirates on Monday or Tuesday, and he's a he's a solid ACC player. So they've been able to get reinforcements rather quickly to to say, hey, they're still going to be a factor next year in a year that a lot of people thought, oh, it's going to be a rebuild. It's going to take him a year or two to get it going. I don't get that sense. So Shaheen Holloway is a winner. He's been a winner at every level. He's a grinder. And, guys, in this ever-changing era of NIL and the transfer portal, you need a young coach. You need a minority coach. I I think – 
programs are starting to, to understand the fact that we need more minority coaches in, in college basketball. And look at the Big East, and, and the, they now have a, a majority uh, of the league is, is black coaches. And right. I think that that's important. I think that it's terrific for recruiting. Do I want to play for Jim Beheim? Or do I want to play for somebody who played not that long ago, who understands the shoes that I'm in as a recruit, and who's going to get me, who's going to understand me, who's going to be willing to talk honestly? And it's not to take a shot at a Hall of Famer, but there's a reason why others have retired or others have stepped out. The game has changed. Shaheen Holloway is right on the, the pinnacle of that change and understands what, what that change is. And he coaches to it and has showed that he could win anywhere by winning at St. Peter's. John is clearly not in the off-season mode. And we appreciate both a Marquette and Seton Hall take and – just for, I was going to say four years, but it, it really has been more than four years worth of, of support for our show. And we just want to thank you um, one more time for, for giving us a quick salute here and calling us, calling us for our last show this morning. Well, I am always here to come on your show, guys. Love Games and Grub to Marquette Nation. Give these guys a salute. Games and Grub has been invaluable to the Marquette community and beyond, and you guys are just getting started, even if one of you says, alma mater. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, John. Thank you. Take care, John. Bye-bye. Wow. That was a moment And we would have gotten, we would have, well, we would have gotten that beautiful uh, answer to that question if I just knew how to pronounce alma mater. And, and you know, my <laughs> and pronu- still gave it to my us. pronunciations, I'm pretty sure, like, if we went through all my missed pronunciations throughout that the years. That could be a whole segment. Like, that could be a whole segment. And I've had to work hard, like, to get, like, names of certain people. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll make sure, like, I'll work hard to make sure I can get, like, names. But then, like, something stupid like that comes up and it makes me look like a... I wonder at... We've all, we've all been victim of that. I wonder if at some point... I mean, John Fanta, clearly one of the best reporters on Big East basketball in... All of media. Yeah, and biggies to the moon. But I wonder if John and John, John Fanta and John Gallagher, ever just sat down and had a name oh, off. That's where they were from. When they were, that's what I'm saying. If they were in their college dorm room one day and they were just like naming college players. Yeah. Like I'd go David Joplin. <laughs> then you hit me with the Justin Lewis. Yeah, and then Stevie I go Mitchell. Greg Elliott. Yeah, Stevie Mitchell. Oh, so we and then I go Tyler right. Kolek. Yeah. And then we just go back and forth. I'm pretty sure they did wow. that. All right, timeless content right there from uh, John Fanter and his alma tomater, uh, Seton Hall University. <laughs> uh, we didn't, okay, so Zach uh, doing the Science ice cream eating, my yeah. bit. How All right, we- I'll get into it. So Aiden eats ice cream in a very rhythmic way. Um, so I noticed it goes with the tides and the moon. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, if it's a full moon, he eats every five seconds. And if it's uh, <laughs> waxing gibbous, he eats every seven. <laughs> so Aiden will pick up his spoon, eat his scoop of ice cream. He's got like a mound of ice cream most of the time at night. He'll eat his scoop. He'll put his spoon down. And I counted the seconds in between him picking up his spoon and eating another scoop. But I don't think I've seen anyone eat ice cream where they put their spoon back in the bowl while enjoying that first mouthful. 
So that was the science experiment. I think we had 30 seconds per bite. Oh, I think it was less. No, it was definitely, it was, it was a pretty 30? long time. And, really? And you really like to savor it. So that makes sense. Definitely a great, uh, great take on the show. Great take. Great science experiment, really. You, you did your research for that. Excuse me. All right, let's get to the ones that we have audio for. We got, that's one of our two through five. What's the next two through five that you want to hear? Let's bash your running shoes again. Oh, this is so good. Okay. So this is one of the, so this is where we swing in NARP of the week because we had Kendall, Rachel, and Molly, all three of our roommates, housemates. And when we were doing NARP of the week, this was two years ago. So this is back in 2019. And so this is basically almost three years ago now, two and a half. And I got a new pair of running shoes and Kendall, the distance runner, didn't take too kindly to which shoes I bought. Here's the clip. Okay, so our NARP of the week choice was Aiden because he bought a pair of running shoes, even though they're not real running shoes. Oh, I knew it. What? Aiden, Aiden, buddy, we told you to buy pegs and you didn't. Pegs are the only running shoes in the universe. Rachel and Molly are here too. Hi. Who? Molly. So, Rachel and Molly. Okay, so we got three so we got, out of four. Did you all three vote Aiden this week, or was it like a two to one? No, I was split between Gallagher and Yost. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Awesome. High five. We got half a vote each. That's NARP of the week for you, in a nutshell. Your epic freak out you know when what, she said a, they're not running shoes. For a recreational runner, no, I have no problem with it. No, I do. I have no problem. They, I think they look cool, and Thank I, you. and I think no, they're comfy too. I've tried, I have tried them on before. They look comfy. Wow. So is that also a drop on the show? You're just telling him now that you tried on his shoes. I, they, they were sitting in the in the back this, stairwell yeah, they, for they a while. Sit in the back and, stairwell. And, and and I was looking at them we're one the day. Same shoe size. And I was like. I wonder how these even like feel, cause like they look they look so different from like normal shoes. I'm gonna pop it. You know how dude, there's like dude. little balls. Yeah, I'm gonna stick ball. a knife in it so you can never run in those. Wow, again. that's really mean. <laughs> All right, Take let's get to our let's get to our next caller, very close to our heart. Mystery caller, you're on the air. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm not sure if this is Jaden. You're not sure if what? Sorry. You're not sure if it's Jaden. Um, I'm not sure if I'm behind. No, I'm sure it's Jaden. Um. <laughs> The running shoes that Aiden got, what were they? Uh, joy rides. Joy rides? Yeah, yeah like the Nike. ones with the little balls in them. That's the name of a shoe? From Nike. Yeah, if you just like take a quick Google, they look <laughs> buffoonish. They just... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Not... Aiden, what would make you want to buy a shoe called Joy Ride? <laughs> he wants to have joy. Joy, joy going ride. for your runs? You're having a joyous ride. Uh, Jaden, I've heard you say that you enjoy running. So, <laughs> no, is a true. Marquette track and field athlete. So, if your team is by Nike, and your team is sponsored by Nike, and you do not, you're not aware of the joy rides, huh? They're not. They're not running no, shoes. I'm not because they're not a running shoe. Yeah. They are running <laughs> shoes. No, they're not. They are branded as running oh shoes. I just looked these up. These are like fashion shoes. Yeah, that's they're what I'm saying. Fashion <laughs> shoes. Get out of here. They are. Oh my gosh. See, this is why we. They're synonymous why we with the Reebok uh, Zig shoes. Oh my. Yeah, goodness. they're like the Reebok Zig Techs. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, the, the John Walls? Yeah, those yeah. are fake running shoes as no, well. No, those are pretty pretty legitimate running running shoes. Jeez. Okay. So, Jaden, uh, what else do you have on your mind besides trashing my um, running shoes? I was wondering if you guys are doing anything for the big bucks game today. You'll oh. catch us down there's at a, the Deer District. There's a Bucks game today? You are? I think, okay. Is there a Bucks game today? Yeah, I was going to tell you. They Deer are. District. Oh, no, sorry. There's a, there's a Celtics game. Oh, oh there's yeah, a Celtics yeah. game. Yeah. I knew that. It's a yeah, very yeah. sneaky way to say that you want to hang out with Who's us. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, for our for our 2021 listeners, this is timeless content because it's our last episode. We are in the middle of the Eastern Conference semifinals 2022 between the Celtics and the Bucks. <laughs> But yes, we'll be at the Deer District today, Jaden. Thanks for Keep getting girl, our social see you guys plans there. out of us. Awesome. See <laughs> okay. you there. Celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, Any fans that want to come, come meet the boys. I'm trying to get autographs <laughs> today from all three of them. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll be yes. at the Deer District. There's a possibility yes. if you bring me a Sharpie, I will sign anything. I will sign a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm wearing my Michael Jordan jersey, and you guys are all signing it. <laughs> Deal. The greatest radio host of all time. The next to the second greatest athlete of all time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, thank you, Jaden, for giving us a call. We appreciate it and all of our support and, and you listening for uh, the past couple of years. And being a guest host. Yeah. Oh, yeah, coming in yes, as a guest Love host. you guys. Love you too, bro. All right. See you at the game later. There he goes. Jaden Conroy calling us here on Games and Grub. And that's the running shoes bit in a nutshell. That was the perfect time for Jaden to call in. All right, what is the next top five take that you want to hear? Let's do... Uh, Coffee order. Yep. Yeah. All right. This is a this is this is two phone calls put together. This is where we pay off our Joe from Toronto slash Uncle Chris. We're gonna play their audio because they both had a big problem with long coffee orders, and this was still when people were working from home, especially in the city. Oh, this still happens. Yeah, and where you couldn't. Here's where it ties in: the coffee trucks in the cities were not around. Mm -hmm. And this is what Joe from Toronto and Uncle Chris had to say in order about your coffee order. If you can't order your morning drink in one or two sentences, you shouldn't be ordering that drink. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I if you gotta go double-double vente latte with a hint of this and a thing of that, that's a meal. It should be Dunkin's, R- a, a medium regular. R-E-G. How many, how many words half, is too many? Medium, half and half. That's, that, that's good. If you get into a green with the lemonade and the venti and the things, you're wasting your, you're wasting your life away. Way to go, Bridget. I didn't even have to open my mouth because I was such a regular that when I showed up, the guy just made my coffee and gave it to me and I gave him the two bucks. That adds a whole new dimension to, to our entire conversation. because we business, saying, man. I love it. I would get there at, you know, probably 10 minutes to 6 or 10 past 6 in the morning. Coffee, you know, milk, one sugar. That's it. That's the coffee order take. Keep it simple, people. All right. Keep it simple, stupid. So I, I believe we had, a, we had a maximum syllables in there, and Uncle Chris doesn't even have to say anything, and the coffee just shows up. So I, yes. I appreciate both those takes very much. Yes. Very passionate. Uh, Joe from Toronto. And, and that that's kind of bit... Uh, coincided with uh the tiktok trend where people would order oh my the the starbucks with i like, lost my mind the, where the label would go all the way down it's like it's like come on people we're, we're better yeah. than that okay coffee sugar cream now nah. thank you <laughs> all right last one that 
is a two through five take of all time in Games of Grub history. We'll be coming right after the break. Right after this next mystery phone call. Caller, you're on the air. Well, it's Uncle Chris for the final time. All right, we just played your coffee bit, and we'd like you to know that not only was that named a top five take of all time along with Joe from Toronto, but, Uncle Chris, you were named that the number one Games of Grub caller of all time. Well, I'm I'm humbled. <laughs> I'm I'm completely humbled. I uh, I did listen in. Um, I really it's a shame I haven't met, met um, Joe from Toronto yet, but I feel like we're kindred spirits on the whole coffee order. So <laughs> maybe at some point we will um, we'll, we'll cross paths. But right. I want to say uh, so. I have a couple things to say. First of all. Um, I'm not at every bar in New York City, Zach. Um, you know, I'm just, it's just that, you know, I know, I know where people go around Biggie's tournament. And, you know, my, my thing is like staying ahead of crowds. So Biggie's tournament is my time. And I hope I see you guys again this year, maybe coming up, uh, or I should say next year for the Biggie's tournament. Um, it's been a pleasure calling in. Um, I'm going to miss calling in on Saturday. I, I, I got to find another show, I guess, to, to call into on Saturdays <laughs> to uh, get some get some uh, betting advice and everything else. But um, yeah, so you guys have been great. It was great coming in and being in studio with you guys. Um, you know, congratulations on graduating. Um, you know, it's been it's been a lot of fun talking to you guys over the years. So. Not on the road today. We'll be watching the uh, watching the NESCAC semifinals online. So hopefully, so go Tufts. Hopefully, they get a victory over the Colby Mules, which I think I think has a couple kids, one or two kids from Hingham, Zach. So um, that hotbed of lacrosse in uh, southeastern Massachusetts. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I mean, this has been a lot of fun, and you guys should be proud of yourselves. Hey, uh, one one quick thing here, uh, you know. We're we're just trying to figure out where we need to send the Domino's pizza because Providence did uh did beat Marquette twice this year. Yep. Uh, so if you want to just send well, Aiden the address and the, the season the season the, series well, is four four. The, the, the Domino's. I'm glad Brian. I'm glad you brought that up. So the season series is four four. Um, and even though this year, yeah, first of all, you're not sending Domino's. Okay, it would be rather <laughs> as, as but. As a gesture for your final show, when I hang this phone up, I'm going to Venmo Aiden some cash, and you guys got to go to whatever whatever place ended up number one on the pizza scale for your four years. You guys, maybe it's that one that we talked about that's shaped like a star. Yep, I'm not sure. Oh, that's San Giorgio's. I want you guys, yep. so you guys get some pizza today or tomorrow or whatever on me because uh, you've done such a good job. Okay. Oh boy. Well, thank we, you. We thank you so it. much, Uncle yeah. Chris. We we appreciate it, and we appreciate obviously you. Being our one of our biggest fans for for four years, really. Yeah, four years. It's humbling. So, um, good luck. Uh, I'm not going to shed a tear. <laughs> I'll try not um, to either. And uh, go and go Celtics. Okay. And there go Flyers. Go. Sorry. Go, no. <laughs> go Tufts. That's what he has to leave us with. All right. See you guys. There he goes, Uncle Chris. That that was like in the same spirit as well. You got to have profit, or you're not going to be around very long. He set the record straight. You're not sending Domino's to my house. Yeah, you that's, will that's not fair. send Domino's to my house. <laughs> All right. Well, oh. we can we can leave that at that. Let's bring on our next caller right on the line. Uh, mystery caller on the air. Introduce yourself. 
Hi, this is Zach's mom. Um, I just wanted to say very quickly, thank you so much for making my Saturdays um, more fun, inspiring, and happy over the last few years. You guys all three are great. I'm tearing up. Um, and I hope you have an annual Games and Grub every year. I think that's something you should do. So signing off, way to go, Bridget. Oh, my goodness. That's, go. a way that's, to, that's, that's a good, the way to end it. Good way to end a call wow. there. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to think of uh, some way we can rekindle this. Well, I think we can find a way to work that out, <sighs> whether it's, you know. All right, we got uh, whichever two, way to go. Two top five uh, oh, memorable yeah. takes left. All right, the the number one take, the number one, or excuse me, two through five. The last one we had that was in the top five but didn't make number one was Brian in April. Absolute snipe. Predicting mile away headshot. Predicted a- this. This is from April third, twenty twenty. On June 28th, 2020, I went back and looked at this. Brian predicted something on April 3rd, and it came true on June 28th. He had it before any sports media member in America. Cam Newton in a Patriots uniform. I think that there's there's one quarterback that is on the market that that people could get for cheaper than one might think. And who is that? His name is Cameron Newton. Oh. What do you, what would you think? You saw Cam Newton in the Patriots jersey. So you went on to say that you thought the Patriots should sign Cam Newton. And, and turns out that was not a mispriced uh, asset on the market. <laughs> <laughs> you could get him cheaper for one might think because he was uh, pretty bad. Pretty garbage. <laughs> in, term, in terms of sports, we yeah. can look back after these four years. That really that only lasts a year. You I'm hit saying. it right on the head, though, with the with the Cam Newton in a Patriots jersey. So you got that part of it, which yes. is all that really Oh, matters. yes. Real quick, uh, Willie Nelson on Instagram Live is joining us and says, my heroes with heart emojis. So thanks to you, Willie, for being a part of another in-studio guest that we've had as well. All right, the number one take of all time is one that is is very close to my heart. And I'm going to play this, and we should definitely discuss what happened after this. It's Brian and Zach against me in the success of Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is the answer to the Jaguars' tight end problems. You can't be serious. He's too. He's a big six-three. Big, big guy. He's a big six-three. I think he's gonna fit right in. Are you kidding? He won a Heisman Trophy 14 years ago at quarterback. 14 years ago. At quarterback. Got He's it. been playing baseball for the last three years. If you need a help at tight end, let's go after, I don't know, somebody who has played tight end before. Tim Tebow grinds. Life. Tim Tebow's going to grind so harder than a tight end. He played college football at tight end. Public image of Tim Tebow matters for any program, and yeah. that's also what they're picking it, up. It's a perfect win-win. Does Tim yeah. Tebow just want to keep staying in the limelight because he sucked at baseball, couldn't make it past double A, and now he wants to try something else? What do you got against Tim Tebow? He's Nothing. a man of God. I, I, he's he's living life. He's yeah, grinding at football. Be, You're just crapping on Tim I Tebow in this Tim Tebow's biggest fan. I, I do like Tim Tebow. Obviously not. Yeah. Not enough to play in the <laughs> NFL as a tight end. How about go after somebody who has played the position before? Urban Meyer. Tim is, Tebow in your locker room, and Urban you got Meyer is a slimy coach. Get him out. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Will Tim Tebow be a top thirty-two tight end in the NFL? No, never. 
I can't believe you guys are serious that he's going to play. Three receptions, 50 yards a game, and four total touchdowns throughout the year. We'll call that a success. I can't believe you guys are serious. Honestly, I'm, I'm loving There's no I'm way. I'm falling in love with this idea more and more now that I'm thinking about it. Let's say uh, Sean McVay was the head coach of the Jaguars. Any other coach is the coach of the Jaguars. Do you think they're bringing Tim Tebow in for a trial or just because it's Urban Meyer? With that, with that roster, maybe. Hell no. There's no way anybody else other than Urban Meyer, he wants to pay Tim Tebow a favor. Hey, come in for a tryout. And even if he does sign him, it's that much more of an indictment on Urban Meyer as a coach. It's my, it's my best victory lap ever. You've had, was, you've had plenty of losses, too. I've had plenty of losses. I've had plenty of horrible takes. But that one, just the polarization of you guys on that island, me on this island. If they signed him, things could have gone different. That's all I'm saying. They did sign him. If they kept, he went to training camp. Kept with him. He was at. He got through the first preseason game. One game. And then he took one hit. I don't know if you remember I, seeing that video of him taking a block and he just got hit over. I know. Hear you know. You made. You made a times. really. You made a really good point in there. What would happen if Sean McVay was his coach? I think the the Rams should sign him. You, you know, they can always yeah. use some extra firepower. It probably would have worked if Sean McVay yeah. was his coach because you were right. And Urban Meyer is a slimy guy. <laughs> yes. So I nailed the Tebow and I nailed the Urban Meyer slimy coach. Get him out. And he ended up being fired midway through the year. The, so I think the craziest part is 14 years ago, he won a Heisman Trophy. <laughs> at quarterback. quarterback. That's the part where you were like, he won a Heisman 14 years ago. And I'm like, do you hear yourself? Like that, I could, I could listen to that forever. And I'm sure the time, the times where we've done stupid market basketball predictions and I was pie in the sky and you guys were right and I was wrong, it just wasn't as memorable because we weren't in a shouting match. All right, that's the number one top five take of all time. Top five, the our, last one. Our final top five. Top five in-studio friends. So honorable mentions, Jaden just called in. He's, he was electric to have in studio. He uh, he came in a day that Aiden was gone. Uh, really helped me and Zach uh, uh, continue to row the boat. Yep. Uh, another honorable mention, uh, Barb. Shout out to to my mom. She came in once, and uh, when she sat there quietly the whole episode, when we asked her what kind of food she likes, she said she likes zucchini on pizza or <laughs> eggplant on pizza. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we promptly kicked her out of the studio. <laughs> oh boy. And our final honorable mention oh, is ooh, I got I got to add two more, but go for this I, one. We got to take this call too. So caller, stay on the line before we finish yes. this honorable mention. Next honorable mention, KT came in, student of the game. He watched oh, us, yes. he observed, uh, and every time we see him, he's very grateful for the opportunity he and had to come in and watch. My three freshman roommates, Jorah, Willie, and Matt, all for coming in yes. to the studio, helping us out. We appreciate it. Now we can pick up our next caller. Caller, mystery caller, you're on the air. Introduce yourself. Um, this, this is Nano. I got I got to add two more. Hey, Nano, how's it going? So, call her. Stay on the line before we yes. honorable mention. Next honorable how's mention. How's it going today? It's going okay. I uh, wanted to get on. I, I'm listening. Yeah, can you uh, can you pause the background? Yeah, uh, turn, turn your radio off. The radio so off. Hear you more. Sure. We appreciate it. Now we can pick up our next call. caller. Mystery caller, you're on the air. Yeah. <laughs> There he is. Uh, all right. Uh, just no, no calling. There you go. We actually have you up here. Yeah, in you, were, our, you were just coming up. You were literally the next person we were going to talk about as our in-studio guest. You came well, in. I, go ahead. And we did an interview together, and I learned a hell of a lot about you, uh, about 
your passion about your basically lifelong journey of serving others through education. And I thought that was one of my most inspiring interviews. And I, I really learned a lot. And coming from you as my grandfather and my professor and all the different places I see you, I, I love you. And, and I thank you for, for coming in that one day and kicking out that interview with me. Well, I, I just wanted to call and say, and in, in, uh, in these troubled times that uh, you all know, you really bring joy to a lot of people with your show talking about sports and and food, which is common to just about everyone. At least food is sports for most people. And I just wanted to thank you and uh, that I had uh, something to do with a lot of the honorable mentions, either children of mine or grandchildren of mine uh-huh, like you, Zach. Right. And uh, just so proud of you guys, uh, Aiden uh, and, and, and Brian. You're just great guys. And I know you all three of you are going to do well in your life. You've just got good values and you're going to continue that. So I just had a call. I just had a call. We appreciate it. We appreciate it very much. We're glad you gave us that call. Yeah. Thank you very much for giving us a call and and, and be consistent. One last thing for Aiden. One last thing for Aiden and Zach. I want to go to a batting cage one more time with you guys. (laughs) We're doing it. We're doing it. We'll get him in the cage. Thanks for the call. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Love you too. Wow. That's that's as far as sentimental calls today. That that might be the best. You said it. You said it once already. Serendipity. When Bridget was here. Yes. Like we said. Top five in studio yeah, friends. Top five in studio friends, two through five. Nano made the top Nano five. Nano was was in there. Um and after that we have uh three in there that are that are big. Uh awesome when you can get other people in the studio. We'll kick the next one off. I, I didn't realize he was actually on the top five, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mentioned him in the honorable mentions. We got Matt Dupacchier. Oh, yes. Yeah, our, our roommate, uh, the the voice, the narrator in uh, some of our bits. Uh, oh, he, yes. you, you might think of him as a, as a mystery voice. Uh, he comes in, he talks about uh, talks about MMA, talks about some sports, and, uh, and all things uh, West Chicago. That's right. After that, we have Mr... Bennett Lundberg, he came in quite a came few in. times. Saved by the Bennett. Saved by the Bennett. Yeah. Two or three times. Two or three times and kind of saved our shows. Three times, from, actually, yeah. From being just Aiden and I. And, and Aiden and I have had some great shows together. but Seamless when, integration into yeah, the when, show. When yeah. Bennett comes Seems in, better. it's it just clicks. Um, he's got a lot of, lot of good takes. Hockey-related. Baseball, I think baseball, we hit. Big White Sox I think guy. we hit some baseball with big him. Big White Sox guy. We had him on for his band's gig at Murph's. We, that was a great time. So shout out to Bennett. And then the last and the two through five to go over is when we had. So this is, I guess, because pre-COVID, we we had had kind of different uh, combinations of like the parents in here. Yeah. Uh, but one time we had like all of the families in here. It was a packed studio. I don't even think there was enough chairs for everybody. We had people oh, yeah, standing up, and uh, we had all the families in here. And uh, it's always fun to have a full studio. Anytime I feel like we have more than three people, you get like real electricity. I mean, oh, yeah. you can just feel it. Uh, a lot of energy. Uh, and that, But that brings us to our number one. Which also was quite a few people in the studio. Also quite a few people. And we spoiled it. Oh, we didn't spoil this one to Uncle Chris. The number one for top five in-studio friends is the uncles for Uncle's Weekend. Just great content. We talked about how... During weddings, they would all go golfing together, and Uncle Paul had a hole in one. We had, and I know they're they're on Instagram Live slash listening right now. 
And we already had Uncle Chris call in, but we've had um, all three of the others uh, on Instagram Live chime in as well. And I know they're big fans. So thank you to the uncles. You are the top number one in-studio guest of all time in games and grub history. And that's it for our top five lists. Should we do a top five of those top fives? It's so hard. I think the takes just... I think that, yeah, the takes. The takes have got to take it because we just had so much so much content in there and, and definitely Fanta up there as well, but... Yeah. Well, he's part... Yeah, so I'd say I'd say takes, guests... Uh, no, man. Takes guest callers, drops... Do you put drops or callers? In studio guests, in callers. Studio guests. I'd say yeah. callers ahead of drops. You know, just yeah, the amount fair. of the amount of people we've been able to talk to through the show <sighs> yeah. is kind of crazy. Where you just like we have no reason to reach out to some of these people besides just having a radio show. It's kind of a cool. It was a cool thing during the pandemic. Definitely the first thing I learned when we were doing those interviews is, hey, I can contact and Aiden. I know you've contacted tons of people but i can contact whoever i want and i can just say hey yeah. you want to talk to me because we have this radio show which is super cool to me at the time and and i'm gonna miss that um after not having this show oh, not yeah, being able that. to just but we we really tried to hit all the bases with our top five list we felt that you know each list was kind of a pretty integral part of the show yeah. uh because you know we always have our callers we we love our callers uh anytime we can get people in the studio it's like i said it's electric the guest interviews we we learn something every time uh and and those have just always been a pleasure uh the drops and the moments and all on yeah. all the takes uh there's just really so many so many moments that we we had to go over and and for all the moments that you know didn't hit the the lists and the honorable mentions uh they're, they're th- still out there they're, they're still out there they're and uh, and anytime that you know we go back and we scroll through the the Instagram or the Twitter and or like look at the or listen to some of the the old episodes I mean it's just like it, it brings you back to yeah. when you were it in the studio when you were in the studio that day and like uh, when you were talking about the families I was just thinking about all yeah. the humans that were here at the same time yeah like, unbelievable and we tr- so we tried to hit all our bases with those and we're also going to try to hit our bases with these thank yous as we wrap up the show any ones that uh, we have to start with in terms of the leadership here at Marquette University, the Marquette Radio Network, and the Marquette Wire, thanks to Mark Zaromsky. He's retiring at the end of this year. He leads the ship that is the Marquette Wire. And we just talked to Amy, who's been the executive director from a student perspective. But he, you know, we're, we're undoubtedly retiring Mark because we've been so much of a pain in his butt. But... <laughs> Mark, you do not nearly get enough praise for your wisdom and experience that you convey into digestible knowledge, which we appreciate. The three Marquette Radio GMs that we've had over four years, Gabby Powell, McCain Vogel, and then for the last two years, Reese Seberg, who we've gotten to know a little bit more personally. Shout out to you, Reese, especially for connecting us with the Wisconsin Broadcast Association and the Society of Professional Journalists. Um, for our award nominations, excuse me, that has been one of your connections that you've personally helped us out with because you built a relationship with us. Thanks to Anchor 
for <laughs> publishing our podcast every week. Very easy to navigate. Some had, and, and in our second year, they were bought by Spotify. They allowed us to make the worst social clips you've ever seen when we first did those. I got to thank you to Hank here, um, our good friend in the studio. Shout out, Hank. Shout out to Hank. Shout out to Hank. <laughs> also known as Henry. Thanks to Adobe for allowing me to create the fakest soundboard of all time every week. So where you hear these drops and the the tape stops at the beginning and the end, somehow we make that work. Thanks to, oh my goodness, which one are we going to go to next? Damon Amendolara. Yeah, Aiden, let's thank, cause yeah. He's the reason. he's the reason we're all here, I believe, right now. Um, Not really yet. Yeah, in, if, in part, if you want to learn so, about if you want to learn about games and grub, go back and listen to the the Damon Amendolara interview, and and you really learn a lot about uh, you know how how right. Aiden really got a lot of the inspiration for the show, and um, mm-hmm. and and how really instrumental uh, the DA show was in that, and and you know they're they're very goofy on their show. We try to be goofy and lighthearted on ours, and and uh, when we finally had DA in, I I can say this, uh, it was that was one of the coolest interviews and that's why he was on that top five list beer tastes good beer tastes really good you put it perfectly he provided the blueprint you know sports and sports and food back when we needed to pitch to get a show when we were freshmen you had to write about what makes your show quote unique and i knew that we wanted to do we wanted to talk sports but we had to have something else with it and the sports and food combo was the only unique requirement that the show needed to get approved because of the inspiration provided by UDA. So thank you. Every guest that we've had on who encouraged us to keep going, both on and off the air, we've had mentors in media in and outside of what we do here in this radio business where guys like John Fanta, who we just had on, and he showed it again today, the undeniable, unwavering support for us. Ryan Harris, who made sure to come to me on the side after our interview and say, you guys are great, great job with the podcast. Um, Jenny Fisher, who's been awesome for us ever since the pandemic, we had her on and then have had plenty of off-air interactions. DJ Snack Daddy, who ended up joining us on Instagram Live today. He's DJing, DJing a wedding right now, and he still made it time he, to join our, us. Our first in-studio yeah, guest in ever. Stu- first in-studio guest that, ever. I still have that picture and uh, of us yeah. in the hallway with uh, DJ Snack Daddy, and and that was so fun because like, he, he showed up, he brought his little tripod camera, oh and, and we, we had no idea what to expect, and uh, and that that kind of, I feel like, kicked off... Like yeah, we that were was a chapter. That yeah, that was that was that was our guest chapter because that was right before COVID. Uh, Mark Ockerbloom, another guy that Zach actually ran into at the Boston Pops concert in the winter. Unbelievable guy. Um, happy to be acquaintances and have him on uh, once. A great on games guy. And, uh, and then more and more that have given us kind of that um, endorsement or cosign for somehow you know, keeping the silly little show going on and off the air. So thank you. Thanks to uh, Spring 2020. That really, talk about our guest run. That was, we had a lot more exposure during that time because of guests that came on in Spring 2020. So thank you to that time for allowing us to do that. Thank you. Uh, We had him on this morning, but thank you to Kevin Hurley and thank you to Jackson Kowalski because... The first year of Games and Grub 
the roster was myself, Kevin, and Jackson, and we somehow we disagreed on a lot, a lot of sports takes. And the, we, we the, joke about the Jackson infamous, being uh, the infamous Jordan LeBron debate. We, that one we get, joke about that one got ugly. LeBron versus Jordan. We joke about it, um, but those guys, those are those awesome. guys don't joke about it. <laughs> yeah. So they were the co-hosts with me in the show's first year. Undoubtedly, when I learned the most, and those first shows, if you go back and listen, were nothing what they were now. And those growing pains and some off-color moments, uh, you guys both committed to a show and person that you had no idea was going anywhere. So, love you both. And then I put the followers that we... Zach kind of alluded to this earlier, but the followers that we haven't even met... Or, I have or to, came up to us at a bar. I like, have to tell this story because I was in the largest city in the United States and we were at a Marquette bar and, and some guy came up to me and we were talking and he said, I, I recognize your voice. Yeah. And yeah. that was like, that might have been the weirdest moment in, in my games and grub history of just like, holy crap, some random guy off the street knows me. Unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, just like even on campus, the exposure, I mean, people I've never met before, they'll be like, wait, aren't you like on like a radio show or something? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty like rogue, like under the radar with it. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people have like been exposed to it, have seen it, have listened to it or seen the clips. Um, anybody that's ever liked a clip, anybody that's ever uh, shared or reposted anything or followed us, uh, just really not enough thanks. Yeah, as, as poisonous as uh, social media is, in this world that is also a tool for good as in is used throughout our time in games and grub and i think brian and i kind of have to finish this off with the unbelievable thank you to aiden for all he does he basically if we were on a a rowboat right now you'd be the only guy rowing me and zach i'll i'll get aiden a massage appointment zach will get him a chiropractor appointment his back has to hurt after carrying us to for the last uh countless amount of years and uh the amount of hours the amount of documents that we have in our files doing uh we have files all the (laughs) editing everything yeah doing really uh a to z aiden has absolutely crushed it booking the guests you name it, Aiden did it, and and he's always behind that computer, behind the board, giving you guys the content that you all love, that we enjoy being here for. So, so round of applause for Aiden. Oh, please. We appreciate you. We didn't. We didn't obviously put this in our shared prep sheet today, but the two of you at one point, at one point when we were freshmen, at the end of freshman year, at separate points signed signed the contract to be part of it and i'll never forget sitting or standing uh with zach in his room freshman year and you were just sitting on your futon it was very calm and you were just like can i be on games of grub next year and i was like yeah and that it just went from there and brian was obviously has lived with me for four years and you were a very big fill-in when those Jackson Kevin days. Yeah, I wasn't on the official. I think I was on it the second semester officially, but that first semester I wasn't on it officially. But I did come in quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and we, we had different time commitments that that <laughs> first year. But the next year, we just were able to dive right in, and you guys both jumped into something again that we had really no business doing, and we had no credibility, no nothing. And, and without, I've always said 
that I would be trash solo. Couldn't do it. I probably wouldn't have made it to this fourth year. So to have both of you guys around and, you know, I love you both. You're my best friends. Yeah. And I love you guys. Send it off wow. there. That, I think that's, I yeah. think that's it. We have to just for, you know, thanking each other, but obviously to end the rest of our fans that either called in today or didn't call in today, we'll, we'll send you off with all of our drops and libraries that we had throughout the four years. It packed in one. It's just going to end as chaotic as the show started. And we just want to thank you for supporting us for these last four years. So, ladies and gentlemen, all for the last time, this has been Games and Grub. What do we call this? Grubs and Games? Games and Grubs? Games and Grubs. So, Games and Grubs. All right. I've coined him the Marquette Marvel because what can't he do? Gallagher has trained for months and months for this moment. And now the culminating point. He's getting ready. That horn has sounded and here goes Gallagher. Oh my gosh. He called his brother this morning for advice about this track. And John told him, just get faster as this race picks up. You see his deliberate tempo out of the box here. And as he makes that first turn, Gallagher slow and steady. We're going to take a commercial because this race is so long and we'll be back at the home stretch. Now, a word from Viagra. I am a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Here's Hatton for the win from the corner. He got it. Marcus Howard with the dish to Aiden Hatton and Marquette is heading to the final four. This has been Games and Grub. Games and Grub, best podcast on the planet. How are we doing? The Mr. Zachary Passios. I thought to myself, <laughs> how well do I know Brian Gallagher? <laughs> waka waka. Some are saying that he's rivaling the talents of Zachary Passios. Beer tastes good. Beer tastes really good. I never had cheeseburger that tastes like that. You know, a midday steak never killed anyone. From that. Hey, we know Brian Gallagher. Way to go, Bridget. And then listen to Games and Grub. I love it. I absolutely love it. Great. Thanks, Evan. Friendship with the Games and Grub podcast. You guys are great, by the way. Aiden is like Kyla Murray. Some are saying that he's rivaling the talents of Zachary Passios um, <laughs> as a 2014 freshman playing in the Patriot League for Hingham. Um, people have been asking since that year what would have happened if he had not slept in through tryouts in 2015. <laughs> Way to go, Bridget. We tuned into Games and Grub, bro. This has been Games and Grub.